Welcome to the Work Life Coach Podcast. I'm Leah May, corporate HR exec turned leadership and life coach. It's time to step away from the Sunday scaries, imposter syndrome, and burnout into self-leadership, emotional intelligence, and intentionality so you can build a fulfilling and authentic work life. Let's go. Hi, friends. Thank you so much for joining in. Today's topic is one that I just feel is so incredibly relevant. Right now, we're at the end of 2023, and it seems like the world has felt extra chaotic these past few years. Really, everything from, you know, COVID forward, it just never quite felt like things have calmed down. Whether we're talking about the state of the world or even just in folks' personal lives, I'm seeing a lot of my friends and my families, colleagues, and my clients just going through big, big, big life shifts. Sometimes we choose these shifts. (laughs) Sometimes these shifts choose us. Today, we're going to talk about how to respond when life happens to you. Now, most of the time, I'm going to coach you to create your own reality. If you don't like something, change it. And also, there are those times when circumstances just hit our plate that we did not ask for and we cannot change. Today's letter is just one example of that. If you have found yourself hit with some unfortunate circumstances, this episode is for you. But before we dig into today's letter, I want to remind you that coaching is nuanced and it's unique to every person's situation. There is no one-size-fits-all approach. And I want to invite you to use this conversation as a starting point for your own exploration. Apply with care and with kindness for yourself. All right. Charlie, he, him, is writing in from Phoenix, Arizona. Dear Leah, I kind of feel weird writing this letter to a stranger, but given your background in the corporate space, I feel like this is something you've probably seen a lot of. Last week, I was laid off. I feel totally blindsided. For the first time in a long time, I really enjoyed my company. It wasn't perfect, but it was comfortable. I worked with good people, and I received solid feedback in my performance reviews. But now, along with 10% of the company, I was let go. I'm in tech, so I get it. I really do. I understand that I am not special, and I'm not the only one that has experienced this. But I just feel so down and just incredibly low. My confidence has left the building. How can I be expected to get interviews and secure job offers when I feel like total shit? Honestly, if hard work and dedication just lands you in layoff land, what's the point? I know this sounds dramatic. I just feel overwhelmed with fear and confusion. Why me? I'm really at a loss for how to move forward. My savings won't last long, so I'm feeling a ton of pressure, and I'll probably just take the first thing I can get. But what I can't get out of my head is just, why me? And thinking that all day long, at night laying in bed, Why me? I can't make sense of it. Yes, it was a 10% reduction in staff, but why wasn't I in the 90% who got to stay? My boss and I had a great relationship. Was that all fake? I don't feel like I deserve to be here. And ultimately, I guess I'm just feeling rejected and embarrassed. How can I keep this from happening again? And how do I pull myself out of this hole? If you're reading this, thank you so much for your time. Charlie. Oof. Charlie, this one hit me in all the feels. You are not alone. And as someone who coaches primarily in the tech space, 
I can tell you that this industry has been hit hard the last couple of years. And in 2023 alone, the U.S. is reporting over 200,000 layoffs to date. We're not even at the end of the year. This has been a hard year for many folks. Now, while I can tell you you're not alone, when you're sitting alone in your house at 9 a.m. on a Monday morning wondering, what now? Even when you know that you are one of many people impacted, it can still feel really isolating. I want to just take a moment and relate with you for a minute, Charlie. In 2013, I went through my first layoff and it was awful. We had an all-hands company meeting where the CEO came out and he went through this big speech about a shift in direction and a new path forward being led by the board, yada, yada. I kind of tuned out when they said that there would be layoffs and that people in the room that day would be impacted. And then get this, they said, go on back to your desk and the folks who are getting laid off, you're going to be getting an email shortly. Can you imagine? (laughs) So of course, everyone freaks out, runs back to their desk, and then we're all just frantically hitting the refresh button on our Outlook email for like the next 20 minutes. When my email popped up, from my friend, by the way, who worked in the HR department, my heart sank. I had come into work that day, like any other day, excited to say hi to my work friends, knock out some meetings and projects. I just never saw the layoff coming. I too felt totally blindsided. So there's these natural reactions, right? The why me? Perhaps followed by why not that guy? (laughs) And then, you know, the fear of the unknown sweeps in. What about my rent, my bills, my financial safety? And then, of course, the overwhelm of, oh my God, I need to update my resume. And what if I can't find anything? Then you probably repeat that cycle of thoughts, in my estimation, about a thousand times per hour. Many people are going to choose to jump right into action. Okay, we got a plan. We got to get our resumes ready, start networking. And look, all of those are valid options. Financial insecurity hits really hard at our root needs, those baseline needs. Food, shelter, how long can I and perhaps my family survive? So of course, jumping into action is often a real need. And I'm going to tell you, if you don't take the time to process this flood of emotions, this huge event that just occurred, it will keep you up at night and it will very possibly steal your joy, your confidence, and all of your happiness for the foreseeable future until you find something else. Yes, you absolutely need to get to work finding something new. But you also need to get to work to process and choose your mindset. It is the foundation for everything that comes next. Yes, I said choose your mindset, but we're going to come back to that in a moment. First, I want to get into processing. It's not a glamorous topic, but it is needed and necessary. It can be really helpful to have a support system, whether that be a coach, a therapist, a friend, someone who is a third party and won't have a bias. It's also possible that you might lean on a partner or a spouse, perhaps even another work colleague who was also let go. But be mindful, especially of those last two, because they are likely not unbiased, right? Since a significant other is very likely impacted by your finances to some degree, and then a work colleague who's going through the same thing, they're dealing with their own heap of emotions. And you just want to be cautious that you don't pick up 
other people's anxieties about your situation. Have you ever had one of those moments where you're like having a pretty good day, you're feeling pretty great, and then you hear a friend, a colleague, they just go off about how terrible and how awful the situation is, and then suddenly you're not feeling so great anymore. It's human nature to absorb the emotions of those around us. When you're already in a tough spot, you don't want somebody else's anxiety or anger to add any more stress or weight to your own. Ruminating or adding other folks' unhelpful opinions, it could just create this festering, this kind of anxiety cycle, and it's just something you want to avoid. It is important to process hard emotion, but with the intention of moving it out of our systems, there's a difference between sitting in something and processing it. It's not the same. Being laid off, it's a loss and it needs to be processed as a loss, right? One day you had a job and the next you didn't. That's incredibly jarring no matter who you are. And perhaps you've been in the tech industry for a while. Perhaps you've been here before and you know how this goes. But again, financial insecurity, it hits at our root needs, food, shelter, right? So it can very easily send us into this fight or flight situation. And aside from that, let's just say you are financially secure, you've got plenty of savings, it can still hit our emotional need of belonging. Belonging is an innate need in each of us. And when you spend at least eight hours a day with your coworkers, right? These are the folks that you're seeing every morning and every evening before you take off for the day. When you're laid off, it can feel like you've been kicked to the curb. These are people that you saw every day and now suddenly you have no relationship. It can hit on those fears of not belonging, not being good enough or being too much, being disliked or even just feeling discarded. Now, we know logically, right? Layoffs can happen for a lot of different reasons. And this coming from someone in HR, 90% of them are not personal. Every once in a while, yes, it was strategic. It was low performance, but the majority of the time, it's not personal. These are business decisions. We're talking budget cuts, changes in direction, resourcing other areas or other projects in the business. Even though it's typically not personal whatsoever, you are still left to sort through these very real human emotions and feelings. Even though it's a business decision, it has an emotional impact. So processing isn't just a one-time occurrence. Weekly journaling or therapy or chats with someone in your support circle can be really helpful. And just like the grief of losing a person we love, we often process a loss in our job or our status as part of our identity. So this needs space to breathe. It will take time, but the more acknowledgement you give it, the sooner it passes. The more you ignore it, the harder it's going to come back with a force later. Now that processing is in motion, I want to encourage you and empower you to choose your mindset about this situation. The thoughts you feed are the ones that grow. I'm going to say that again, in case you're taking notes. The thoughts you feed are the ones that grow. Now, this is rooted in cognitive behavioral therapy. I didn't make up this concept, but it's widely researched and accepted that our thoughts create our feelings. And you can use feelings and emotions interchangeably here. Thoughts create feelings. Think about this as the fuel you put in your car. If you fill your tank with premium fuel, your car is going to run smooth as can be. 
But if you fuel it with, I don't know, let's say mud, not so much. So if I'm thinking the thought, I didn't deserve this. I'm just sitting and ruminating in that thought. I did not deserve this, right? What feeling is that thought going to create? For me, it would be resentment or the thought, what will I do next? Which is a really common one, right? What am I going to do next? Just think about that for a moment. If you're in a hard place and you're thinking the thought, what will I do next? What emotion does that create for you? For me, fear, fear of the unknown. Or let's say that you're playing the blame game. Leadership played favorites, right? That thought is going to create bitterness. Or the company wasted money on other things all year long, and now we get laid off, right? That thought is going to create anger. Whether you are intentionally or unintentionally thinking these thoughts, when you let your mind run wild with all these reasons, that this is awful, or all these reasons that this is a terrible thing, you're going to create some really unsavory emotions. No one I know would intentionally choose to sit in bitterness or fear or anxiety, but yet when we don't intentionally choose our mindset, we are as a default choosing to create more negativity. Another way to say this is garbage in, garbage out. If you sit around in negativity all day, you're probably going to feel pretty shitty. This is why mindset matters. Now, I'm not saying that these emotions aren't valid or that you should never think them. It's really common to have these types of thoughts. But what I am saying is if you don't like the way that these thoughts or this layoff feels to you in your mind and your body, then I want you to know that you have the ability to shift that energy and those emotions with your thoughts. And that's really why I wanted to mention this. In Charlie's letter, he talks about why me? Why me? Like that thought is creating so much suffering for him. And the thoughts you feed grow. They grow into resentment, bitterness, and ultimately steal your confidence and the pride you could have had about the work you did while you were at that company. Choose your thoughts. Now, they don't all need to be positive. As you know, we don't do toxic positivity here. But could we at least get them to neutral? Can we ensure that we don't create a rumination situation that takes your power away? Let's try on a few. Here's a few neutral thoughts. I am okay. I have always been okay. I'll always be okay. Or I've gotten through hard things before. Or I'm sad, but I'm strong. Or I was taken by surprise, but I always figure things out. None of these are overly positive, but they're just neutral. They're just grounding us in the facts that we figure stuff out. It's going to be okay. Now, if you do want to crank it up a notch and you do want to work on stepping into a more positive state, here's a few others. But when you're ready, we don't need to make this shift too fast. I'm going to encourage you to start with neutral and work up to positive. So here's a few positive thoughts you could try on. And this first one, I use a lot. (laughs) I am nothing if not adaptable. I always bounce back. Time for a new adventure. It's this or it's something better. Notice the difference of how these thoughts feel. It's not fair versus it's time for a new challenge. Or I am so scared versus I am adaptable. I will figure this out. What we feed grows, my friends. There will always be situations that happen to us that are out of our control. 
And while we cannot always control our environment, we can always control our reaction to it. We can control how we show up, how we speak to ourselves, the mood and the energy that we create moving forward. When a layoff occurs, there's a lot of competing needs. As we've discussed, there's fear of the unknown, the need for financial security. Then there's all the waves of emotion, rejection, fear, sadness, anger. And then there's that very real need to to get to work, applying for jobs, interviewing, working your network. This is a ton of change to sit with, especially coming out of a situation where things felt pretty stable, right? When you go to work every day, you pretty much know what to expect. So a layoff takes you from having a lot of structure to no structure. Give yourself grace in this process. It is going to feel messy. I also want to encourage you to build yourself a daily routine, whether it's extra household chores, moving your body, cooking healthy meals, taking time to apply for jobs, time to process the emotion, and then time to tend to other things you love, your people, your hobbies, your stack of unread books. Process, choose your thoughts, do your job searching activities, follow your daily routine, and repeat. You will get through this and you will come out on the other side so much more empowered and confident if you are kind to yourself and if you're intentional with your thoughts during this time. No matter what hard or unexpected thing may come your way, when you take the space to process and you choose your mindset intentionally, you can overcome any hardship or trial. You are not in this alone, friends. You've got this and I've got you. Big thanks to Charlie for writing in and sharing his vulnerability. I know there are many, many bright things ahead for you. Until next time, my friends, be well. Thanks so much for being here, for tuning in, for leaving a review, for subscribing to the show. All of these actions help get the word out so more and more people can lead intentional and meaningful work lives. As a token of appreciation, I have a special gift for you. Head on over to theworklifecoachpodcast.com slash thank you, or simply click the link in the show notes for my library of free resources, worksheets, and exclusive content to help support you on your journey. Thank you for being a part of our community, and I'll see you next time.